in episode 272 of Arsenal Gothenburg podcast. Uh, we speak English because the season is about to start and I thought to myself, hmm, I need to practice my English before the season starts because we, you know, have uh, English guests every once in a while. And with me to help me with my English and talk Arsenal a lot more is my friend uh, Remy Jacobson. You can give him a follow on Twitter at Noriburiman. Uh, that's at Noriburiman. Um, and what do we talk about? Yes, we talk about how Remy became an Arsenal supporter. We talk about uh, shit. What did we talk about? We talk a lot. Like always, and uh, it's all blurry in my head now what we actually talked about. But let's see from my notes. Uh, yeah, we talked about, like I said, how Remy became an Arsenal supporter. We talked about preseason in general in a whole. Uh, talked about Erdegaard captaincy. Talked about Arsenal women. Oh, sorry, England uh, women winning the Euros. Uh, and we play Cannon and Spurs, my favorite game, favorite segment in the podcast. And we answer a lot, a lot of questions. Um, so, and if you hear this and want to uh, know more about Arsenal Gothenburg, you visit our website, which is www. Do you actually need to print www now? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think it's enough if you just print uh, or write arsenalgoteborg.se and you found uh, will. F- uh, found our webpage we are also on instagram and twitter at arsenal gbg and on facebook you just search for arsenal gothenburg no arsenal Göteborg, and uh, you will find us there great 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 um i think that's it for this little intro part uh i spoke english now for uh maybe two hours i'm a bit tired in my mouth you know when you speak another language than your first language you tongue has to do other movements so you have to use your tongue in another way so you get uh, you know the tongue is a muscle so you have to use that muscle in another way so you get all tired in in the muscle you know like cramps and stuff uh, and that's starting to happen now with my tongue so I'm gonna uh, stop talking now and leave it to myself and uh, Remy Jacobson uh, here we go Hello, 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 to and welcome to Arsenal Gothenburg podcast, a podcast for Arsenal fan, by Arsenal fan, um, by Arsenal fan, for Arsenal fan. Well, you who listen, you know the drill. My name is Philip Tolf, and this week we are in English because the season is about to start. And as you know, we always used to have English guests, and my English is a little bit, hmm, so I thought to myself, hmm. Maybe I should practice my English before the season starts, so uh, make sure that it all gets better. And with me, to practice my English with me and talk Arsenal and a lot more, is my friend Remy Jacobson. Hello, Remy. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. Just got back to, uh, from work. And you know, actually, um, I, at a, I am at a temporary work now. Uh, I work at a kindergarten. I'm at a temporary work. Uh, oh, wow. um, yeah, before my regular work opens, it's still closed. 
and I find okay. out that one of my colleagues are an Arsenal fan. Oh, nice. Yeah, one yeah. more time for the Arsenal family. Yeah, I started to... And, and yesterday, I was uh, this weekend, I was at a friend's house. Uh, he lives in Halsbergi. Mm. And I w- got the train there, and I got the train back home. And the guy next to me, also an Arsenal fan. We're a virus. We, we are the new COVID. We're spreading. Yeah. Uh, Popping up everywhere. <laughs> but enough, <laughs> enough about me. How are you? I'm very well. Um, I am currently staying on Stuxia. So I just cycled back there to my house or my apartment in Kalabek. Um, a little bit tired, but I managed to stuff my face with a burger before we started. So. Yes, you do. Yeah, as you do. <laughs> I'm ready to talk about all things Arsenal. Uh, you did not ride a bike from Stisha. You went on a ferry. I mean, I, I got on a ferry, then rode my bike. Oh, um, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I sort of think to myself, uh, wait a minute, does Remy have magic powers? I wish, I wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't need to do like an, an hour bike ride, but <laughs> it was good. Something yeah. like <laughs> I thought before we... Uh, go on with the podcast I thought we might uh, be transparent to our listeners because the thing is Remy it's, ju- it's just you and me now Court. it doesn't sound that well when you say it's just you and me it got a negative tone to it but it uh, doesn't mean that way uh, we were supposed to have a second guest as well the Arsenal writer and journalist Andrew uh, Thompson but he had to cancel kind of last minute and as we say in this podcast sometimes life gets in between so it's alright yeah um, but it's like I said, just you and me. But I think we gotta have a nice podcast and a nice talk anyway. Yeah, it's uh, it'd be good, nice and intimate, just just you and me. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> it'd be great. And Andrew is coming <laughs> on. Andrew is coming Sorry? on late. Yeah, I was about to say Andrew is coming on later this season um, and talk Arsenal oh. and a lot more. So looking forward right. to that one. Yeah, um, I, I mean Andrew's a great guy, so you'll. uh, Yeah, he's the best. He'll drop his Arsenal knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something to look forward to. Uh, And actually, speaking about Andrew, he's not here, but um, a little cliffhanger, or what do you say? He's writing a piece, uh, an article about Arsenal Gothenburg and about Remy, you and me. Are are you involved as well? Yeah. (laughs) You didn't know that? (laughs) Did we speak about this? Yeah, we we spoke about it online. Oh, it's no worries. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what are you? What are your thoughts right now? Of, oh fuck! Is Philip on as well? <laughs> Shit! I need to leave this sinking boat. No, no, no. That, that's great, man. Yeah. The, um, no, I'm really looking forward to it. I haven't answered all the questions that he sent over, but um, I spent some time doing it yesterday while I was putting my son to sleep, and hopefully, I haven't written too much down. But um, yeah, it was, I think uh, I think people are going to enjoy it when it. I think so as well. Whenever that is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you like me, my and Remy's talk and want to read about us and Arsenal Gothenburg, um, check out Arsenal Gothenburg's Twitter handle at ArsenalGBG and I'll try to find out when it's coming out and retweet it from there. Cool. Great. Uh, Remy, we're going to talk more about you. Oh, and keep ha- dive into my soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I thought uh, we, the, me and the listeners are about to know you uh, as an Arsenal fan. So they, you know, got a relation uh, with you. So the first question is how, when and where did you became an Arsenal supporter? Oh, man, you, you won't test my memory there. Uh, it, I think it was the 95-96 season. Um, uh, yeah, I think 
where did we finish that season? I think it was like fourth or fifth or something. Was it fifth? Um, was it Dennis Bergkamp's first season? In that case, no, we finished fifth. No, it was his second season. Second, all right. Then fourth, the maybe. season? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was that season, and we played Tottenham at Highbury mm -hmm. in the pouring rain. And I think we won 3-1. Well, it was that goal that Bergkamp scored where Ian Wright crossed it to him and he cut back and Did he, he slid on his knees. Yeah. Was that 95, 96 or 96, 96? It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, if that from that game, I, I don't know what it was. It must have been like the emotion of the fans or the passion of the fans and then the players who were all kind of characters at that time, like Ian Wright, Tony Adams, um, sort of came across really well on TV. I, I, I don't know, I just instantly fell in love at that point. I must have been about 11 or 12. Mm. Um, and looking, looking back now, I think also seeing people who look like me, like you know, I'm, I'm a black guy. So seeing fans, there were black fans in the stadium and the black players on the pitch, I was like, oh, maybe it kind of um, got me in that way as well, that Arsenal, a really inclusive club. Yeah. So. Um, Yes, pretty much since that moment, since Dennis Bergkamp's uh, third goal, I have uh, fallen in love with the club and I've never looked back. Speaking about that game, was it that game Tony Adams did a really good goal as well? Did like a yeah. volley goal? Yeah, Bergkamp flicked it up to him. Yeah. How am I remembering this? <laughs> Bergkamp flicked it up to him on the edge of the box and he volleys into like the bottom corner. Yeah, yeah, I know that goal. Yeah. It's, a, it's a beauty. Every goal against Spurs yeah. is a beauty, obviously. Exactly. Yeah, but that one especially. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. And speaking about the, you know, the inclusiveness that you talked about, um, mm -hmm. uh, I think it's the. Do you you know Clive Palmer from uh, Arsenal Vision podcast? Yeah, 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 I um, it's a podcast I pretty much listen to. Yeah, everyone should just. It feels like, like yeah, you know, daily at the moment. <laughs> yeah, everyone should just turn off this podcast and turn on that podcast no, no, instead, no. instead oh, because it's much no, better. No. no, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I know that's the reason. One of the reasons he supports Arsenal as well because it's you know so. Um, what was the word you used? Inclusivity. Inclusivity. Or yeah, yeah, diversity, yeah, inclusivity, um... and that I, I think that's something really to be really really proud uh, about. Yeah, I think um, I think a lot of people I know, like back in London, um, support Arsenal solely on that reason. Is because when they were growing up, they could see the diversity in the players um, and within the people who supported as well. So um, North London is diverse, so it kind of represented the area as well. So it's kind of got that hook to it, and people uh, people loved it. So, yeah. Like you said, you're from London. Uh, do you often go over to watch games? You obviously live in Gothenburg now, but do you <laughs> travel over to watch games a lot? I haven't travelled over to watch a game solely. Um, I've more been travelling to so my mum can see my uh, <laughs> uh, grandson. Um, You're such a good son, and, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to travelling over. Hopefully, when he's a bit older, like yeah. two, two or three. And taking him to his first game—that's uh, that's a memory I'm really looking forward to creating. So um, I'm just waiting to buy the new away kits for him now. Um, but not yet, no, yeah, I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't have that much money to travel to London and buy Arsenal tickets, unfortunately. So okay. I just spend my time in the Arsenal pub instead. One of those days you're gonna be there on North Bank with your son. It's coming. It's coming. It's yeah, coming. It's, it's definitely gonna happen. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Something to yeah. look forward to as well. 
Definitely. I, I can't wait to see his face when he, uh, wow. when he sees, sees how big the stadium is. You, you know, know, I, you know I, that, like... Yeah, go, go on, go on. Yeah, you know when you, um, you walk... You're in, you're outside of the, the stadium and you walk in and you, it opens up and you see the pitch and the, you yeah. know the crowd and everything. That first yeah. moment, I want I really can't wait to see his face wow. when I do that. So, yeah, I almost got goosebumps now just to talk about your son going <laughs> to Emirates for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think most dads who support any club um, want to take their kids to their first game. Yeah. Um, hopefully, he's actually likes it and doesn't scream. But yeah. <laughs> It's uh yeah, it's uh I think it's one of those things a lot of our parents just look forward to their first experience. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be Arsenal, it could be anything, I know. But hopefully it's Playing Arsenal. Never. Yeah, exactly. I, I dream of it being Arsenal and not, I don't know, rugby. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a parent myself, but I used to ask this question to my to the parents who are on this pod. Um How how do you cope with the parenting thing? Is it like your to your son? You're an Arsenal supporter and you got nothing to say about it. That's the way of life, and this is the way, you know. Or is it like do you have a more open approach to it? Uh, there is many teams you can support which team you want. Or I know when I say it that way, it's one answer <laughs> that is more correct, so to speak. But <laughs> but you know, you're also an Arsenal fan who wants your son to become an Arsenal fan. But uh, what what's your approach to it? Yeah, I feel like those are two very um, ones a very British way of doing it. And the other was a Wait, very which Swedish one is that? Which one? It. Which one is the British the Br- way? The British way is like you're supporting this team and you have no choice. And the Swedish way is like you have a choice. Okay, oh. it doesn't matter what you choose. Um, my choice is he supports Arsenal, and that's, <laughs> and, that, and that's no <laughs> choice. And that's no choice. There's, there's no choice. You don't support anybody else. Um, no goth- no team in Sweden. Nope. It's all Arsenal. Um, When you're older, you still support Arsenal. You don't have a choice. You just yeah. you're part of the family now. You know, you're my son. You know, I made you. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So basically, it's my choice. I I, I yeah. can yeah, yeah yeah I understand. I I basically could do the same thing not with my kids obviously because I don't have any, but with my nieces. Uh, from the first exactly, day, yeah. first day they were born, I would point to them and said, "Oh, you're so cute, and you support Arsenal now." Just so you know, you support yeah, Arsenal. I, I did the same thing to my nieces. I bought them. Arsenal stuff yeah. when they were babies and then I was like cool you're an Arsenal supporter <laughs> <now>, so. <laughs> I think it's just the, it's one way and one proper way you know what I mean and yeah. uh, we do the proper way um, exactly. yeah speaking about something else Remy which mm. player are your uh, favorite Arsenal player throughout the years and which uh, player are your favorite player in the current squad oh man is it multiple players or does it have to be one player uh, it depends Okay, I've got okay one <laughs> one one play. Okay, you can answer it how you want. Okay, so uh, I will say from when from when I started supporting, it was probably uh, Ian Wright or Dennis Burkamp. Yeah. Um, and then throughout the years, it evolved into I want to say Cesc Fabregas, mm. then Alexis Sanchez. Mm. And then currently now, yeah. um, it's so weird because you feel like I, I feel like I've only just got like a reconnecting. Like I feel like I've just reconnected with the squad again. So yeah, and that, that's um, the thing, right? You feel that reconnection. You feel like n- yeah. newly in love again, if you know what I mean. Yeah, because like the last what five seasons haven't been amazing, and the, I haven't really warmed to many of the players on the pitch. So. Um, 
picking a player now, I'd probably say it's probably Saka. Yeah. He excites me the most and he feels like I have the most connection of him. Like he's an Arsenal youth player as well and he's come through the ranks and so it's, it's, it's easier. But um, yeah, it's, the last couple of seasons have been pretty difficult to pick a player you kind of gel with. The last couple of seasons was like you watch an Arsenal because you have to, not that you want to, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And nowadays... It, 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 did start to, yeah, it started to feel like a chore. Yeah, exactly, uh, exactly, exactly. And nowadays <laughs> it's like... dishes and watch Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paying taxes, doing dishes, watching <laughs> Arsenal. Uh, but nowadays it's more like, you know, you can't wait for it. You're looking forward to it. I'm for once, I'm looking forward to the new season so fucking much, man. Uh, Dude, I've, I've loved preseason, but man, I cannot wait till Friday. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I, I don't even care if we lose. I mean, I do care, but I just want to see them play in a game that means something. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Considering how we started last season, I really, really wanted us to go off to a good start. Speak, yeah. Speaking Before about preseason, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Um, speaking about preseason, let's go there. Let's go there right away. Um, And we can do music Monday in a minute's time. Um, what's your thoughts about preseason? We play Arsenal played like what, what was it? Five, six games? Five, five games? games? Uh, yeah, I think it's five or six. Just not including the one we've lost, which nobody knows about. But. Yeah, exactly. That was behind closed doors, <laughs> so that 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 one d really doesn't count. But yeah. <laughs> just a quick thought about preseason in general. Yeah, I think we've looked really good. I think. Um, It's uh, almost feels like a new squad of just mm. a few additions. Um, but see, it feels like we've evolved. Um, the players look stronger. Um, Martinelli seems to run less with his head down, which is nice. Um, and uh, yeah, the new signings have really just, they feel like they've always been there. Like mm. Zinchenko, I haven't even noticed that he's on the pitch. Not that he's doing a bad job, but doing it so well that he just looks like part of the furniture yeah and, that, um, and that's sorry to interrupt you but that's a thing i said it in the last podcast but in swedish so i said it in english mm -hmm. again and that's one thing with uh both the signings of both sinchenko and jesus is that they know mm -hmm. arteta they know our system so they can go in from day one and you know look at arteta and say same boss same thing as always and arteta can be like yes yes same as you always do And they click from day one, you know. It's it's yeah. so smart, it so brilliant, like, brilliant signings. Yeah, really good signing. Yeah. And we didn't pay that much over the odds for them as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 45 for Jesus and 35 for Sachenko, a really good deal, especially from Man City. Mm -hmm. but, um, but yeah, it's been a good preseason. Beating Chelsea was nice and... I'm really happy that I no longer have to hear about Saliba. <laughs> is he staying? Is he not staying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's actually playing for us and he looks he looks immense. Like he reminds me of Van Dyke. I don't want to put too much pressure on him, but he Van looks who? really, really good. Who? Van Dyke. Who? Who's that one? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Never heard of him. I just heard about I just know about Saliba and he's the greatest defender who ever played in Premier League, so <laughs> I hope it turns out that way. I really do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you excited for a new season? Yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to be in the Arsenal pub on Friday. Hopefully, I have to ask permission from, from the wife. Um, who will probably listen to to this podcast and hate that I just said that. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, been there, done that, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> so I will hopefully, fingers crossed, be there. I hope yeah. you're coming too, and um, we're gonna have some drinks and we're gonna win five 0 
and have a great start to the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so looking forward to it, like I said. Um, and the thing about preseason is, I, I, I personally, I don't really care about preseason. Like in the summer, I switch off mm. my uh, fanship. What do you say? My, do you know what I'm saying when I'm saying yeah, fanship? Yeah, it's it's nice to kind of have a break. Exactly, like, exactly. You know, in uh, the long season, yeah. And I, and I did that this summer as well. Like last game, last season against Everton. As soon as the whistle goes, I was like, nope, not caring for that one anymore. <laughs> uh, and then you start to see, you know, the results. The first one was it against Orlando, was it? Orlando Rapids or something. Exactly, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, something like yeah. it. And I was like, huh, uh, American team. I don't really care. Huh, we, we won yeah. five pre. Nice. Uh, the second was it Everton? Um, I think yes, it was. it was Everton. Yeah, I was kind of scared watching that game because man, Everton were kicking the shit out of some of our players. Oh, they did. All <laughs> oh, right. But I yeah. didn't watch that either. It was in the middle of the night, and I, I was like, I don't have, I don't get time for that man, uh, man. Uh, but you see the result and the same thing and the same thing. And now the last game against um, Sevilla was it six yeah, nil. I didn't, I didn't watch that either because I was uh, watching my Swedish team, uh, Diegfors in Diegfors, uh, and they won. Uh -huh. Woohoo! Nice, even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm yeah, the Sevilla match was okay. Um, kind of over by twenty minutes, so. It's just all about fitness, I guess, and throwing some things together that yeah. the guys have been working on in training. But the, my point is, like for every game, I get a little, a little, a little more excited. Like in the start, I didn't bother a, a second, and now it's like, oh, we won six nil. Oh, what a goal! What a goal! Oh, he's he's the greatest player ever, uh, you know. So now I'm back on it. Yeah, it it, it builds, it sort of builds up slowly. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. That's my point. Thank you. Especially yeah. as there was no like. Well, I mean, not including the Women's World Cup, but usually there's a men's Euros or mm. World Cup. So there was nothing this year um, to sort of bridge the gap between the season and the new season. So you sort of build up slowly and it's um, you get more and more excited and Friday's going to be really cool. But do you think you would have been uh, less excited had we not signed anybody, even though we had won every single game? Um, no, I think I'm more excited now because all the, the okay. new good new signings, and we still haven't uh, haven't seen uh, Patrick. No, not Patrick Vieira. <laughs> close <laughs> one, close one. Uh, <laughs> oh, and still, uh, we still haven't got seen Fabio Vieira. So I'm real excited about him as well, and Saliba coming like a new signing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that Wenger has uh, copyright on that uh, expression, but I'm gonna use it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know Jesus, Sinchenko, and so yeah, all the new signings are, yeah. are helping as well. Yeah, Marquinhos, we haven't seen that much yeah. of him either, right? You have a couple of. He's uh, played. A, I think he played a few early preseason games, uh, but since Arteta has pretty much been playing the squad, that's going to start on Friday. I haven't seen him much. And what's your opinion about that? Because the last two games, right in preseason, he started the same, you know, start up, start eleven, so to speak. Uh, what's your opinion about that? Do you think it's giving something away to uh, Crystal Palace, or is it just a good way to, you know, set the team, so to speak? No, I think it's good that um, the players know well beforehand, um, barring any injuries, who's going to be starting. Um, you know, get some playing the way they want to play with the players around them. Um, it's very rare that we have a full starting eleven. Mm. I mean, technically, we still don't, but. 
if we can go into this game where everybody's played a couple of games together, especially if a few of them haven't played together, like Saliba hasn't played with anybody, Zichenko, Jesus. So they're all fairly new. I know they don't seem like it because they gelled so quickly, but um, the more games they can all play together, the better. Yeah, I agree. I agree on that one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, going back to what was we were about to talk about, no, that's a bad sentence. But anyway, today <laughs> today is Monday, and we usually do a Metal Monday, but since uh, Oscar and Tobias isn't here, I take the freedom to just do it Music Monday, uh, and it's quite easy. You recommend a song to our listeners. They can listen to uh, if they get too excited to wait until Friday, and I recommend <laughs> a song uh, they can listen to. Um, do you want to start? Do you want to go first? Well, yeah, I can go first. Yep. Um, I guess it's not Mel, but he did some rock, and I'm going to recommend Prince and Purple Rain. Really? Um, That's my girlfriend's favorite song. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, um, he's really cool. Uh, it's a song that seems to have aged like a fine wine as well. So please do listen when you have the chance. You, you really enjoy it. If you're not into Prince, um, he has a huge back catalog, which you can delve into as well. And if you're going to listen to that song, make sure you got the time for it, because it's almost <laughs> nine minutes long, is it not? I think there are like two versions of it. Like there's right. a radio version and the actual like the album version. So yeah, the album version is pretty long. Yeah, but, and you don't yeah. listen to radio versions. That's uh, something I can no, tell you right no, no, now. No, 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 no. Screw that shit. You listen to the original. <laughs> and you have to listen to it on vinyl. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Two thousand uh, pound headphones as well. So, uh, but uh, but Purple Rain with uh, Prince, yeah. Yeah, that's my that's my uh, recommendation. Great. Uh, I'm going to recommend uh, a song by the punk band Ramones that uh, was stuck on my brain today. And the song is Pet Cemetery. Uh, it's not that long as Purple Rain. I think it's like two minutes. So if you got a l- short while over, just put on Pet Cemetery with Ramones. And it's over before you know it. Good choice. I like that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really good, yeah. really good, really good. Really good. Yeah. Um, all right, next thing, next topic to talk about. Um, Martin Erdgaard has been, uh, what do you say, named Arsenal captain? Is that the right way to put it? Named or chosen? Chosen, I guess. yeah, yeah. Um, Arsenal yeah. captain. Uh, your thoughts about that? Um, for the last kind of two years, I feel like I've been campaigning for Kieran Tierney to mm. be <laughs> Arsenal captain. But no, I think Erdgaard is a great choice. He's is he captain of Norway? Yep, yep, well? yep. So it kind of, it should be fairly easy for him. He seems to be our technical captain anyway, who's probably the most technically gifted player we have. Um, but yeah, he, he's, he's, I think when we first signed him, we saw against, uh, really early on, he's the leader on the pitch anyway. Yeah. Um, and I think the days of Xhaka getting the armband, they're probably over, considering... He didn't want it last season when he was offered and yep. what happened a few seasons ago as well probably still doesn't work too well in the fans' eyes. But no, I think Erdegaard is a really good choice, a solid choice. Um, he's available a lot more than Kieran Tierney. What? Um, so it's probably play- <laughs> no shit, mate. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so yeah, I, I think it's great. I think it's, um, I think it's much needed to yeah. have someone who is... I don't know if he was chosen by the players or by Arteta, but it's uh, it's not a it's not a bribery signing to get him to sign a new deal. It's 
you know, it's not one of those weird captain picks or um, he's not a controversial figure. He just looks like he'll do a really good job. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think we. I said it last season as well. Just give the armband to Odegaard because he was captain last season as well. A couple of games, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I think and you, like you watch him play on the field. He plays like a captain. He shouts uh, on his players. He tell them where to stand. He tell them where to be. Um, so I think I think it's a it's a good choice. It's it's not um, yeah. something common. What do you say? Um, it's oh, an obvious it? choice. Yeah, it's not something coming out of the blue. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. So I think, like you said, it's a solid, good choice, and he plays often. The thing about Tierney, if you were giving him him the armband, is he's out almost fifty percent of the game. So then you need a vice captain, anyways. Yeah. Uh, and Arteta really seems to, you know, love uh, the guard. It's it's almost like, um, you know, back in the days when George Graham was uh, Arsenal manager, his um, his voice on the pitch was Tony Adams, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. Um, yeah. further, Arsene Wenger's voice on the pitch maybe was Dennis Bergkamp, and then Henri, and then later on Fabregas, and so on and so on. Uh, and no. then Unai Emery's voice on the pitch was uh, Mustafi. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 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 that didn't turn out so good, I know, but that's no. how it was. Now, <laughs> um, kidding aside, and it feels like Arteta's voice on the pitch, uh, you know, it really is uh, the god. Yeah, I think we during the Seville match as well. I think when we scored our first goal, you saw Odegaard run over to Arteta and they started talking uh, some kind of tactical solution. So you can already see that he's a no, has a trust of Arteta and and he'll be a great leader for us. I hope. And it's good to see a young player take more responsibility. He's showing the likes of Saka and Emil Smith Rowe mm-hmm. and the other young players what they might need to do in the future. And you know, this is the He's setting a great role for them as well. Yeah, yeah. Speaking about young players, did you know that Erdegaard is Arsenal's uh, third youngest captain ever? Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I was about to ask you. Do you know the first two? I'm going to guess Sesk. Sesk Sesk is number two. He's our second uh, youngest captain. And the first one... Oh, God, who could it be? Is the first one of like the last 30 years or is it before then? <laughs> uh, I saw this stat and it said youngest captain ever. So it's pretty much since 1886, I guess. Um, Tony Adams? Yeah, that's, that's correct. Ah, there you go. That's correct. So yeah. now the youngest Tony Adams, uh, second youngest, Fabregas, third youngest captain, Martin Erdegaard. And Erdegaard is all, also the second youngest captain uh, in current Premier League squads, if you know what I mean. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you know who the young... Nah, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the youngest captain in all league is uh, Declan Rice. There you go. Really? Oh, yeah. How old is Declan Rice? Uh, I don't know. Is it one day he younger? Way than... older. Yeah, yeah, I know. But that's because he's an uh, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's because he played for the wrong team. I don't know how old he yeah. is. Maybe it's like 21, 22 or something. Erdegaard is yeah. 23, right? Declan Rice is maybe... 24, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Declan Rice, what can he be? Uh, t- 22? Not, he's yeah. not that much younger. No, no, no. But it feels like Erdegaard has been around, not around Arsenal, but around football for a very long time. Cause I remember him going to Real, Real Madrid. Madrid. Yeah, exactly. It feels exactly. like that was like 10 years ago. It feels was, so long ago. He was 16 back then. Maybe 15 wow. even. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's mental. 
It's mental. And you said, crazy, this crazy. is then new Messi. This is then new Messi. And now, maybe how many years after is it when he's in Arsenal? Now yeah. he really is the new Messi. I don't care what anyone else said. He's the new <laughs> Messi. He's the new Messi for me anyways. I would, I would say he's a new Ozil more than he is Messi. But. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Can you make that comparison? I, 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 this is an unpopular opinion, but I think Erdegaard is better for us than Ozil ever was. <laughs> I fell out. I guess I fell out of love with Mesut um a few years in. Um, and don't get me wrong, Ozil was really, really, really good. But but I maybe just me being you know because I really, 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 really love Erdgard. I think he's so fucking good, man. Uh, maybe it's just me being you know. Um, what do you say? Um, no, I, I, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, 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 but but. But no, I, yeah, I guess so. I, I feel like it's a little bit too early to tell, but I can see that the trage- trage- trajectory he's on is a. Uh, it looks to be like it's going to surpass Özil. Yeah. Um, for what he did for us. Um, I'm going to make mean, Özil and yeah. Sanchez was great, but I'd imagine Erdegaard with Saka, Jesus, and Martinelli will be something else. You can yeah, yeah, yeah. But can yeah. you say like yeah. this: that Erdegaard and Saka is more likable than uh, Ursula Alexis because uh, because you know Saka coming through the ranks everyone loves him uh, the god yeah, yeah. M- most players that come through the youth team you, you kind of instantly you know it's almost like they can do no wrong um, yeah. they are way more likable than those two yeah 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 well well I'm going to make it a statement now uh, the god is better for Arsenal than Ursula ever was Uh, I'm going to make you shout that out at the Arsenal pub and see what your reaction is. Yeah, I was about to say, (laughs) don't at me, like you say on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. Next thing, Uh, Remy, congratulations to the Euros. Arsenal women won the Euros for you yesterday. How does that feel? Um, It's been weird because I have not had the chance to watch one single game. Really? In the whole tournament? Not one game. No, actually, right. sorry. I watched. Ar- I watched. I say Arsenal versus Sweden. I watched England versus Sweden. <laughs> it pretty um, much is Arsenal because they have four yeah. Arsenal players in there. So, <laughs> yeah, and it was um, it was kind of forced upon me to watch it because yeah. I'm living with a bunch of Swedes who are very adamant that we watch this game, and I'm like, you sure you want to watch this? <laughs> are you sure you want to be humiliated? They're really up for it until about I think it was. 25 minutes in or something mm. um but no congratulations to the ladies um i tweeted today that i feel like for a while i've thought that women's football is gonna blow up yeah. at some point and i think this is gonna be a catalyst for that i really Especially, i really do hope so yeah yeah because i i can see it man it's just it feels like an untapped market in terms yeah. of like even just supporters all the The females who don't really follow men's men's football but can get into women's football and the little girls out there who have never thought of being a footballer now can possibly see that possibility in the future and um and i think it's amazing for the men's football and it's amazing for england as well i already saying to three of my friends that they're way more successful than the men's team because the men's team haven't done anything since 1966, as everybody knows. Yeah. So it's because um, they have a Spurs captain as well. Arsenal. Uh, oh, <laughs> I was about to do the same. England women has an Arsenal captain. England men has a Spurs captain. Hmm. Do yeah, I need to say tro- anything trophies, else? Trophies, trophies are in in, the, in our DNA. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, a certain other North London club. Um, 
No, it's great. I'm really happy for them. And I hope they get the recognition. And I hope it's a turning point for women's football going forward. I really hope so as well. Uh, speaking of it, did you see Leah Williamson's... Uh, he, she has made a couple of interviews after the game, but one interview... Uh, where she screams into the mic like, uh, yeah, this is good for you here in Wembley, but now we want you to, you know, come to WSL, is it right? WSL and watch, yeah. watch, uh, you know, watch the league and you start, uh, continue to yeah, support that, us. I think it's really thing. good, you know, call them yeah. out. Like, it's good to have yeah, a uh, final at Wembley and everything else, blah, blah, blah. But a rainy day, you know, a rainy day uh, away at Spur, uh, away at Spurs. Yeah, maybe that as well. <laughs> away at Stoke, like who's gonna support us then? Like you can't exactly, just pick yeah. the chocolate out of the cookie. You know what I mean? Like support yeah, us if I, you want to support us, like, support us all the way then. Exactly. I feel like that. Ian Wright was echoing that as well. Mm. He was saying, you know, like you said, don't just support us because it's England at Wembley and it's a big occasion. Exactly. You know, they need support all year round. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Where that's where it really counts, and that's how you're going to grow women's football because yeah. you know, unfortunately, the Premier League is way bigger than the England England team at the moment. Um, it never used to be like that when I was growing up. England matches were always a big mm-hmm. occasion, but um, you need to grow the women's football. Um, you can see the improvements they've made in just since the last World Cup. Um, the goalkeepers are less of a weakness at the moment than they used to be. So going forward, I can, I can just see there's going to be one player that just uh, breaks through and just works for marketing purposes and on the pitch she's amazing as well and it's going to inspire so many so many young girls to hopefully have a career in football yeah did you see that that uh, arsenal women are going to play all their uh, home games in uh, their champions league at emirates emirates Yeah, as they should. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, as they should. That's that's really weird that they don't already. I think it's weird, anyways, that they don't play all their home games at Emirates. Really, yeah. I don't, I don't get it. That's Arsenal's home. I yeah, don't exactly. understand Why they would exactly. play anywhere else? It's, it's it's like Arsenal men's going to play at Everton for all their home games. It's, it doesn't. Yeah, it's I strange. Think, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's weird, but uh, it's a good thing. It's. I think. You, I think. Um, It's a good thing, and it, maybe you need to, you know, take it step by step. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. So all the home games in the Champions League are gonna uh, be played uh, at home. That means the Emirates. Uh, so looking forward such to that. Logical, that such one. a logical choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Any more thoughts on Arsenal women? No, I mean England uh, women uh, winning the Euros, or should we move on? Let's move on. I, I I I feel bad that I barely got to watch any of it, but I'm really happy for them that they won. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can we- watch Arsenal women the whole season now, so don't you worry. Exactly. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll make it up and watch uh, Miedema. And Stina Blackstenius. And Stina Blackstenius. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, great. So, Hello, Remy. Next thing in the podcast. This is my favorite segment of all segments we ever had. It's the game Cannon or Spurs. And Remy, my friend, have you ever yes. played can- Canon or Spurs before? I mean, I probably played versions of it, but it was less polite names. <laughs> all right, all right. We try to be polite here and, uh, you know, <laughs> get younger listeners to listen as well. Um, exactly, yeah. I'm going to go go through it. It's a game that we play when Arsenal make new signings. And this summer, Arsenal has made uh, five new signings. Uh, Marquinhos, Matt Turner... Uh, Jesus, Fabio Vieira and Sinchenko 
And the thing is, we already played this game with Sinchenko, Fabio Vieira and Jesus. And left is Marquinhos and Matty Turner. Uh, so I think we're gonna play this game with Matty Turner. And here is the rules, so to speak. Matty Turner's got number 30 now in Arsenal. And we're gonna go through all the players in Arsenal through the Premier League era who has won number 30. So, for example, if we did play this game with, uh, let's say, number 10. Uh, we started maybe with Paul Merson. Remy, what would you s say Paul Merson? Was he good for Arsenal? Therefore Cannon. Or was he bad for Arsenal? Therefore Spurs. Just for an example. Cannon, yeah. thank you. Moving on, yeah. Dennis Bergkamp. Was he good for Arsenal? Cannon, bad, Spurs. Spurs, of course. No, I'm joking. Ah, oh. Cannon. <laughs> yeah, obviously. And moving on, William Gallas, was he good for Arsenal? Cannon, uh, bad for Arsenal. Spurs. Spurs. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it seems like you understand now. So uh, we're going to do it with number 30, like I said, starting with um, Gavin McGowan. Moving on, moving on, moving on, and eventually end up with Matt Turner, which going to lead to a discussion about Matt Turner, basically. What do you think? What do, w what do we think about his Arsenal career? All right. Do you understand? I got it. Great. Remy, what do you think about Gavin McGowan? Was he Cannon or Spurs for Arsenal? Who? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Who? Who? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd probably say Spurs. As, yeah. You know, I've never, I think I heard of him 20 years ago and I don't know what he's doing now. Uh, he has retired, I can see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Long, illustrious career of, of McGowan. <laughs> he's 46 years uh, of age now. Oh, wow. Play yeah, so he's, retired. he's been retired for about... Yeah, I think so. Played right back. Almost 20 years, yeah. Uh, I gotta, okay. I gotta, yeah. Did you say Spurs, yeah? Yes, yeah, Spurs. Yeah. I'm going to say Spurs as well. Uh, Gavin McGowan doesn't give me any choice but that. Uh, <laughs> next player... Oh, wait. Uh, next player is Paolo Vernazza. Cannon or Spurs? I know of him, but man, I didn't really do much of anything, so definitely a Spurs for me. Yeah, I'm gonna go Spurs as well. Uh, the last podcast we did, we uh, played this game as well with number 35. And the funny thing is, Paolo Vernaza also had number 35, and I said Spurs to him then, so I'm gonna go Spurs now. Um, <laughs> just because, did you ever play Championship Manager? when you were younger I loved Championship Manager thank you very yeah. much my friend thank you very much loved it. Uh, the edition 9900 uh, oh, oh, do you say that 99 yeah, yeah? 9900 exactly exactly yeah, uh, yeah. He, he was in the Arsenal squad and he was so shit uh, and that's <laughs> yeah. and that's pretty much the only you know relationship I have with him he was bad in Championship Manager 9900 so I'm gonna go Spurs I think he, uh, I think I instantly transfer listed him every single time I started the Arsenal playthrough. Yeah, yeah. The greatest yeah. championship manage, uh, manager uh, game, by the way, is 0102. Don't at me. <laughs> I'm gonna take your word for it. I can't remember that one specifically, but um, oh, that's no, the greatest. I remember spending many nights going through four seasons on that game and losing a lot of time to it. Yeah. Uh, it's the greatest game ever made i can die on that hill man it's uh, <laughs> and you know the later you on have you told your girlfriend about it <laughs> no i haven't <laughs> <laughs> i still play it uh, you know when she doesn't see what are you okay. doing philip <laughs> nothing nothing <laughs> um and, and later on it became football manager and i know that a lot of people think football manager is the greatest game ever but 
they don't know the real thing. Championship Manager was the real thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was, it was a, it was a goat, as they say. Was those were the days. Uh, next player, Jeremy Aliadier. Cannon or Spurs? Oh, that's a tricky one. Yeah. In the reserves, he was definitely a cannon because <laughs> I think he broke about every single record, but he never broke through properly into the first team. Speaking about Championship uh, Manager, he was so freaking yeah. good in the 1012 uh, version. Like, a, like an old Ronaldo almost. Yeah. <laughs> Not old, but mid age Ronaldo. Um, I'm going to have to say Spurs, though. Because Spurs, yeah. He never, he never really did much, I guess. Though. No. He was he was a part of uh, in the invincible team. Didn't you know play much, but he was still was a part of it. Wasn't Pascal Sagan part of it as well? Touche, my friend. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, you're gonna go Spurs. Yeah, I'm gonna go Spurs. Uh, I think I'm gonna go Spurs as well, just because there yeah. was such a high hopes uh, on him, wasn't it? And it, yeah, you, you, we were waiting for him to like break through and be as good as he was in the reserves yeah. scoring a ton of gold but I don't know too many players in his way or just I don't know not the right mentality what do you think is uh, Balagun the new Ali Diad? I think well he's gone on loan today didn't he or something oh he did um, sorry I didn't read that one where, where uh, did he go on loan to um, is it Reims R-E-I-M-S ah oh, right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. French side um uh, we had high hopes, and I remember being, for some reason, even I'd never watched him play, I remember being pretty scared that he was not going to sign a new contract mm. two seasons ago. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I would expect, to, expect him to be at least coming off the bench by now mm. and doing something, a bit like Eddie Nketiah is finally getting his chance. Um, I know there isn't much opportunity at centre-forward, but if you're that good, I feel like he should be showing it at least. But Yeah. And that yeah. once again shows how how big the step is from you know under twenty three footballs, uh, for instance, to you know senior football. Uh, it's a really huge step, and I think the same yeah. thing was with Jeremy Aladier. He didn't quite make the the big step, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like the, the, there's no pressure. At, well, there is pressure on the twenty three, but compared to you know first team Premier League action, the pressure is. You know, massively different yeah. and some and players you, can't do it and you play against you know men who's done this for years and years and years and years and years when you're playing against yeah. uh, under 23 defenders it's basically it could be their you know not the first game but you know what I mean they're not uh, yeah. in the game uh, in the same way yeah exactly um, the, the the competition level is way higher but I think a lot of young players are seeing now that the Premier League isn't the only place they can play. True, I mean, true. It's the, goal, it's the goal, but you can go and play in Germany or France. Or, or Sweden. Italy. Or Sweden. <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice. Yeah. Yep. Or Sweden. <laughs> uh, next player is Armand Traoré. Cannon or Spurs? Oh, I forgot about him. Gail Clichy's twin. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> try. I'm going to say Cannon. All I right. He... Why? He made a, a, quite a, quite a lot of appearances and, and covered quite nicely when Clichy wasn't available. Mm-hmm. Um, he was never ever going to be able to hold a place down, but I think he was quite good utility player for a while. Um, he was really quick, well, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it yeah. was really fast. It kind of reminds me of a <laughs> Tavares for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of raw ability, but completely un- incapable of controlling it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Cannon. I, I think I don't think he was that bad for us. I think he did he did a job. They say. Speaking about Tavares, just real quick, he's on loan at Marseille. Um, your thoughts about that? Uh, great. great um, yeah. Hopefully, he has the same development path that Saliba had. Um, mm-hmm. And then, if he doesn't, at least we could sell him for some kind of decent money. I think. Yeah. Uh, seems that there's a lot of interest around him. You can you can see the potential in him. Yeah, of course, of he's course. Not, he's, he's, he's really raw he's material. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think there's things there to work with. He just needs to get the defensive side down a bit more. Yeah. And yeah, be able, be able to lose Cannon, but you definitely got potential and talent. So yeah. Is that a pun? A is that a pun when you said lose Cannon? Cannon? <laughs> <laughs> Unintentional pun. <laughs> uh, my only fear with that, I, I like the loan. I think it's a good thing for both the player and Arsenal and Marseille. Uh, my only fear is that Gwendusi and Siad Kolasinac uh, are going to, you know, whisper bad things in his ears. Like, Martin. Martin Kolasinac there? Martin. Yeah, Kolasinac is there, yeah. I thought he was like making a revolt at that German club, Schalke. No, 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 no. That was yeah, but that was a couple of seasons ago. He's in Marseille now as well. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. yeah I mean, oh, Gwen Doozy, you can you can see why he got we got rid of him. Now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Talk about a bad influence, my God. But um, I feel like Tavares would have had a conversation with Arteta before he left, and knows what's expected of him. And hey, if Tierney doesn't sort his fitness out, then there is a spot there that Definitely. he can take in terms of being like a backup to Zinchenko or even ahead of Zinchenko if he improves that much. So um, it's not like Arsenal's a closed door to him. He just needs to improve. Maybe it's the other way around, uh, by the way, that Arteta had a, had a talk with Tavares and said, if you see that Gwendusi cunt, spit him <laughs> in the face and say hello from me. Cut his hair off. Yeah. Uh, where were we? Uh, Arman Traoré, right, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go Cannon as well, and I'll tell you why. It's only because one reason, uh, when he was in the youth team, I think it was, he went to Spurs away. Uh, have you heard this story? Uh, and he brought, uh, uh, what do you call it? The thing you put on your knuckles to uh, hit harder. What do you call that one? A knuckle, a knuckle duster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He brought a knuckle duster in his pocket. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only reason I give I give him canon. <laughs> okay. I have uh, no idea about this. Yeah, that's the only reason I consider him an Arsenal legend uh, also. I nah, just kidding. Uh <laughs> but that's true. He went to Spurs away with a knuckle duster in his pocket. Um uh, Yeah, ready to stand up for the colors, I guess. Um moving yeah, on. Exactly. Next player, Jussi Benayon. Canon or Spurs? Did we sign him? I'm really foggy. I know we had him on loan at one point, but yeah, I don't know yeah. if we actually bought him at one point. No, no, no. He was just one season on loan. You know, that crazy yeah. deadline day window when we bought Marcus oh, Aker, Arteta, Jishun Park, exactly, yeah. Andre Santos, and Jose Bellayon. Bellayon? Benayon on loan. Uh, there um, were five Park, players. What was his name? Park yeah. something. Exactly. Shuyong uh, Park, uh, Mertes Aker, Arteta, Andre Santos, and uh, Jose Benayon. Those five. Oh. What a terrible bunch. Um, I'm going to say Spurs. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was that great. I mean, 
he was great for a bunch of other teams he played for, but I don't know. I think that was just a very. Uh, I feel like Avenger uh, was kind of forced into making a bunch of signings because the fans were so adamant that he yeah. make signings, um, and they just this is what we could get at the last minute. Well, I think it was. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was like a couple of days after 8-2 uh, on Old Trafford. I know, Remy, it's too soon. I know that, but I need to <laughs> take it up. Uh, wasn't it a couple of days after that 8-2 defeat and Arsene Miguel and Arsenal was like, all right, let's see down and see what we can do about this? I feel like it was like, I feel like he played in that match for some reason. He probably didn't. But no, I, I, don't, I, I don't think, think so. I don't right. think so. I, I think it was yeah. a couple of days after. And, yeah. Like, I, I w- it wouldn't surprise me if that was like a catalyst of like, oh crap, we need to sign some players. Exactly, exactly. Um, but do you know who? Sorry to interrupt. Do you know who actually played in that eight-two defeat? Do we have to know? Nah. <laughs> uh, Armand Traoré um, played uh, left back. Oh great! I should have made him Spurs. Yeah, <laughs> but he did yeah, bring uh, a knucklehead knuckle to the Spurs win. <laughs> if only brought a knuckle duster to the to that game. Yeah, and brought <laughs> just... and brought Nani down once and for all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but Joseph Benayon, you gave him a Spurs, yeah? Yeah, it, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, just a bit of a nothing signing, mm-hmm. one-year deal, and very forgetful. Um, not didn't do anything special. All right, uh, I actually gonna disagree with you for the first time in this game. Uh, I gonna give him mm-hmm. Cannon, and I, and I don't know, maybe I was drunk all that season because every <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that old. When was this? 11, 12? No, I couldn't be drunk. Maybe yeah. I was Maybe I was on drugs or something. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but the thing is, uh, I ju- I only have fond memories about Josef Benning. I, f- I think he was great when he was came in. You know, Loan did a great job. I think it was good. But every single person I talked to about the Loan uh, agrees with you. I think it was uh, like, uh, he was nothing. Uh, he was bad. He was shit, you know. But I... I don't know. Uh, I only have fond memories of him uh, at Arsenal uh, that season. So I'm going to go Cannon. I think he's a victim of that period of time where it's just like, man, Arsenal, oh, summer transfer window. No, we're not signing anybody. And then we finally do. And it's just a bunch of like very average players. Um, I think he's a victim of that. Maybe he did better than I can remember, but... He, some of those years just all blend into one big ball of not winning any trophies. <laughs> yeah, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But um, I need to trust my memories, and I only have fond memories of him. So I'm going to go Canon. Um, all right, next player, Rio Miyajachi. Canon or Spurs? Man, I had a really soft spot for Rio. Oh, really? Um, I, yeah, I remember when we sent him out on loan the first time to Feyenoord. And I remember like finding streams of him just to watch because he was so quick. Mm. <laughs> he was lightning fast. Yeah. And I thought, oh, he could really do something for us. But wow, he never broke through. And he suffered a ton of injuries. Um, it's a shame because I feel like Wenger was always searching, searching for that Japanese player to come and make it in the Premier League, but never found one. Um, I'm probably going to say Spurs. Yeah. As much as I like him, um, didn't really do much and seemed to spend most of his time on loan. Uh, basi- yeah. Based on transfermarkt.com, it was Twente who went along till. Not to be a oh, smart ass. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, but don't you. Uh, what do you say? Um, he still he still plays, Riyamu Yachi. He still plays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you still want to you know, follow him, you can watch. Uh, wait, I have to put my glasses on. 
Uh, Yokohama F. Marinos. I did not pronounce that one correct, but um, he plays in Japan. He's 20, 29 oh, years of, old, of age. Wow. Yeah. We so, signed him when he was about 16. Something like that. Yeah, he was... Yeah, crazy. And I don't know who said this. Maybe it was like um, Casorla or Ozil or someone uh, back in the days who said, who's the greatest player in practice? Who's the best in practice? And I remember they said, oh, it's definitely Rio Yachi. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, who? Man. <laughs> is that a PR maybe trick or something? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, yeah. But uh, do you remember um, is his name Asano? Yes, yeah. we signed him as well. Another Japanese player that never played. I was about to ask you about him because Arsenal have yeah. had four uh, Japanese players, right? Yunichi Inamoto, Rio Miyachi, Asano, and now uh, now um, God, what's his name? This is embarrassing. He's fourth. <laughs> yeah, he's our right back. God damn it. Oh, right, God, jeez. He's been injured for so long. Yeah, yeah. Tomiyasu. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much, yeah. uh, Tomiyasu. So, Arsenal have had four Japanese players. Uh, yeah. But Rio Miyachi Asano didn't quite uh, make it, no, I, w- I would I say. Mean, yeah, I always I was feel so sorry for Japanese players. It always feels like they're signed for more marketing purposes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Apart, from, apart from Tomiyasu, who's clearly... An amazing player, but previously it's just like, yeah, he sell shirts. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, it feels so bad to sign players based on that. Yeah. I agree. I agree. It's it's yeah. it's not the right way to do it. Except you know, like no. I said, Tomiyasu, because he's just a proper good footballer. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, never fit. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I said it already, but I'm gonna go with Spurs on uh, Miyayachi as well. Uh, really high hopes. Uh, he had a good re- reputation, you know, young, promising. He's gonna be something. Uh, he didn't become anything. So, uh, uh, moving on. Next player is again Shu Yong Park. Wow. Um, I think I remember his first and only appearance was in the Carling Cup. And I think he scored. And, I think he scored the only goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing, sorry to interrupt you. I interrupt all of the time. So if you go, come no, on no, a no, guest no. on this podcast um, once more, <laughs> you get used to it. But we, we play this <laughs> game, you know, about number nine and Jesus. And first of all, Chu mm-hmm. Young Park ha- had number nine. Uh, and we all Did said... He? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was signed with number nine. True story. Look it up. Uh, and then later he yeah. got number 30 because he never played. But... Everyone gave him uh, gave him Spurs because he never played, yeah. But I said a, a great fact, which is true, that Ars uh, uh, Park is Arsenal's greatest uh, forward ever in the history of Arsenal, and I'll tell you why. Because of his statest- statistics, he played three games, three appearances, scored one goal. So he scored a goal every three game, and there's no <laughs> no one and there's no one better. So if you, you just look at his stats. Uh, you yeah. think you think? Oh my God, he's so freaking good! But uh, that's the way. That's the thing about stats. You know, they you can um, what do you say? Manipulate them uh, yeah, as you exactly. wish. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he have to do um, military service during his time at Arsenal or yeah. something? Yeah, correct. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he is uh, full on Spurs. Um, I don't know what Wenger was smoking when he signed him. Maybe he was what drunk. Saw him and just, I don't know. It just, I think he just like found a dartboard and threw some darts and was like, yep, yeah, get these players. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, fully on Spurs. Not even any room to debate this one. <laughs> Signing from Monaco, maybe Wenger thought we sign one from our uh, from my uh, old club. Maybe uh, he still plays Shuyong Park. Who who signed him? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> who signed that one? First Celta Vigo, then Watford, then uh, later Al Sharab, FC Seoul, and now he plays in Ulsan Hyundai in uh, South Korea. <laughs> Hello, career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, moving on, next player, Ainsley Maitland Niles, head number thirty oh. once in a t- once upon a time. Remy, Ainsley Maitland Niles, Cannon or Spurs? Oh man, that is a tough one. Um, I think if you had asked me this, the season we won the FA Cup on the Arteta two seasons ago, yep. I would have said Cannon. Um, but right now, I think he's had. A million and one opportunities at not just Arsenal but Roma and West Brom. Um, he's Spurs for me. Um, he seems unable to commit to being a utility player. He could have been our backup right back quite easily yeah. if he wanted to be. Um, and he's basically costing us a ton of money by not being because we can have to go and eventually sign one. Um, he's not. Uh, he'll have the ability. He has the ability to play in midfield, but I don't think he has the mentality to do so. Um, he's not Arsenal level, and he should have been sold a long time ago. But uh, yeah, very much a Spurs for me. Yeah, I agree. And speaking of it, you know that FA Cup uh, victory Arsenal uh, won to 2020 mm-hmm. when uh, Maitland Niles yeah. was left wing back, and uh, uh, it is this date, first of August, um, two years ago. Ah, oh wow! I didn't yeah. realize it was that. Wow, I, I saw that earlier today, and I thought, oh, it's already two two years. So first of August, twenty twenty, we Arsenal won the FA Cup uh, last time. We played the FA Cup in August. Yeah, it, it was because of the you know uh, pandemic. Oh, COVID years. Exactly, oh, exactly, so exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, those COVID years. Um, I gonna agree with you. No, yeah, agree with you. I gonna give him uh, Spurs as well, and I said this on the podcast a million times I just want to you know and I know Claude Palmer again have said this and I Mm. agree so much with him I just want to shake him you know slap him in the face and say what are you doing son you have the possibility to be you know not not maybe a starter but you know in the squad a important part in the Arsenal squad Uh, and you you fucking up why 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 are you doing this what are you thinking I want to play midfield I don't want to play midfield I want to play winger what shut up man yeah, it, it's annoying because last season, especially when we had a ton of injuries, he could have played, you know, half of a season almost. Yeah, we could have used him anywhere on all over the pitch. Um, it, it's frustrating. Yeah, it, is, it really wanna, is. But just know your know your position and know where you're good at, and it's it's left back or right back or slightly further forward. But you're not a centre midfielder. I'm sorry. No, so, no, no. But embrace, yeah, embrace he, your like Claude Palmer used to say. Uh, embrace your superpower, and your superpower is that you're um, versatile. Embrace yeah, that. There's, a, there's no shame in that. No, as no, well. no. It's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It doesn't make it doesn't make you less than. It just means you're you can be used anywhere. And you, you know, anytime a manager looks at the bench, they're going to look at you to, to go and do a job in a million different places, which means you're going to play all the time. Exactly. Um, maybe not where you want to play, but you're not good enough to play there. Not, yeah. not at Arsenal anyway. No, no, no. Technically, no. wasn't at, not at West Brom either. So um, you're not 
cut out for that position. Exactly. I just, like mm. I said, I just want to slap him in the face and like scream at him. And what are you doing? Yeah. Get a grip of yourself. Yeah. Um, I think it's. I think it's time at Arsenal is probably ending this summer. Yeah, he has else. Maybe another yeah. loan, or is he gonna? No, no, no. I, I think loans are done now. It doesn't. It doesn't benefit us, or it doesn't benefit him or us to put him on loan. I think but, he needs to but, go and. But who's gonna find buy him? Somewhere else. Who's gonna buy him? Uh, Fulham. Oh, there <laughs> you go, Fulham. Yeah, it's Fulham. instantly made a nice in Fulham. You heard it first on yeah. Arsenal Gothenburg yeah. podcast. Breaking news. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here we go. Exactly. Here we go. Uh, moving on. Next player, Eddie Inketia. Canon or Spurs? Ooh, I used to be so Spurs on Eddie. Um, yeah, I know that. I know that. But, I watched uh, yeah. Arsenal with you at Cheers Pub, and always when he yeah. gets subbed on, you. <laughs> Everyone is listening now. You should see Remy's <laughs> face or his eyes when uh, in Ketia. But uh, things have changed, hasn't it? Yeah, it's um, he proved me wrong, which was great. I'm happy to any player to prove me wrong. Mm. Um, he came on and well, he didn't even come on. He started a bunch of games yeah. at the end of the season and scored was it five, six goals? Um, kept like us it's... in the hunt. Yeah. yeah, kept us in the hunt for top four and did really well and showed that he can run the channels and hold up the ball and do all the things Lacazette couldn't do <laughs> the many things like i said couldn't do man yeah and he and quite rightly earned himself a brand new contract and yeah. if it doesn't work out then if a team wants to buy him then they're gonna have to pay a decent amount of money for him because he has a big contract now so well done to eddie and ketia but i'm, I'm gonna make sure he's a canon yeah yeah i agree i think it's a canon as well and one good thing with Inkedia that he he realized he's he's not going to be a starter but he's going to be in an important piece of the squad. That thing yeah. Maitland-Nights did not uh, understand. You know what I'm saying? But Enkedi yeah. understood. Oh, well, I'm not the best player. I'm not going to start every game. I'm not the, you know. But I am an important player of the squad. And that's equal as important as, you know, as the starters. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, he saved us a lot of money this summer. We didn't have to go and buy the first team, like a first starting striker in Jesus, and then a backup mm. striker. You yeah, know, he he's going to play a ton of games. He's got FA Cup, Ireland Cup, and now the Europa League this league, this uh, this season. So, um, yeah, well done him and realizing his current potential. And maybe he improves massively and you know takes over Jesus. Who knows? But and even if he doesn't, and he wants to move, then it's going to work out for both the club and for us. Definitely, and, definitely. And, and, and for him, sorry. Yeah, and. Another thing you said uh, on a, about Enketia uh, was like you were you wasn't so keen on him uh, at the start. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. 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 No. 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 You're, yeah. 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 But now you're you you think he's a canon basically, and that's uh, another thing about being a supporter. You don't hold an agenda against players. It was the same thing about me. I didn't. Uh, f- first, I think Enketia w- was it. Then later on, well, now nah, he's not gonna make it. And now, I think it's. I don't. I don't know what I'm saying, but I think I'm saying. Is that's the thing about being a supporter? You don't hold an agenda against a player. You can't change your mind. There's nothing bad, you know. Change your mind and your opinions about players and and stuff. Yeah, I think I think it's mostly on like online Arsenal Twitter that people love to point out when yeah. you're wrong. Um, so people don't really want to change their minds and opinions on things. Um, but Eddie worked hard. Um, I think I saw an interview with him as well saying it was hard for him to really do anything when he was coming on with like four minutes of the game left. I know what but the interview is. Yep, 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 yep. 
yeah and he said but if you give me like some starts then i can show you what i can do and then he got his opportunity it took way too long for him to get it which we, we sure we all saw what lacazette couldn't do mm-hmm. and we should have been using eddie a lot earlier but he took his opportunity and earned himself a brand new contract yeah uh, great job eddie so double cannon for him um moving on to our current number 30 our new signing matt turner Remy, what do you think about Matt Turner? Is he gonna be Canon or is he gonna be Spurs for us? Man, um, Matt Turner has big shoes to fill. I think Leno is. I think he'll confirm he's leaving. Yep. For Fulham, um, and but Leno is not a uh, substitute goalkeeper. He should be starting for a team. Um, I've watched him in preseason. <laughs> he. He looks okay. Um, there's a lot of improvement he needs to make. Um, I don't know. At this point, it's really hard to tell, especially at preseason. But I don't really want to judge him on preseason, if mm. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's tricky, um, Matt Turner. I think eventually, when his Arsenal, when his time at Arsenal is finished, I think unfortunately he will be a Spurs. I think mm-hmm. he might be replaced in a few seasons' time, but. Just, just my opinion. I'm really not sure on Matt Turner. All right, all right, all right. Um, like you said, we he hasn't played a game, just a couple of friendlies. But yeah. I don't, I don't consider friendly games games really. Uh, like people have said, well, it only took Jesus twenty second to score his first Arsenal goal. Mm-hmm. Really though, it's a friendly against Nuremberg. The first Arsenal goal, and not comes. Consider it the first Arsenal goal. But anyways, um, I think the signing is a good signing, and I'll tell you why. Uh, mm. It's because Bert Leno is, like you said, far too good to be a second goalkeeper. And Arsenal are wasting uh, money, wasting wages on him just sitting on the bench. I really never ever understand uh, thinking about two goalkeepers, one league goalkeeper, one cup goalkeeper. Mm. I think if you have one go- good goalkeeper, which we have in uh, Ramsdale, he plays. If he's whole, uh, injury-free, he plays. Maybe Matt Turner can Matt Turner can play. You know the quote-unquote easiest Europa League games and easiest uh, Carabao Cup games. But otherwise, Ramsdale is gonna play in. Uh, and Matt Turner, he's a lifelong Arsenal supporter. He's happy to be in the club. And don't get me wrong, he's not there on vacation. But he's happy to be in the club. He's motivated. He want to prove himself. He's gonna push Ramsdale. Uh, but I think Ramsdale is the number one. Matty Turner knows that. Matty Turner is not uh, Maitland Niles, who think well, I'm gonna play. <laughs> uh, he knows his role. He knows his part, and I think that's equal as important uh, as you know as the starters. Like I said before, so um, I like the signing. I haven't seen a minute of him, uh, but. It, it's enough for me that he's a lifelong Arsenal supporter, so I give him Cannon. Yeah, as long as he knows what he's currently, what he currently is, which is, you know, the number two. Mm. Um, and I have no issues with it. Um, it's hard. You can't really have like a young, promising keeper sitting on the bench because you need them to play and exactly. develop. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's difficult for goalkeepers. There's only one one goalkeeper position, so. 
And that, um, yeah, and that's the thing, you know, people online, Arsenal Twitter, you know, says, oh, this is a bad buy, Leno is much better. Yes, everyone knows that Leno is much better, and that's why we are selling him to make some money, yeah. and he's, he's way too good to be on the bench. That's why we're way selling him. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you're not a rocket scientist because you're saying, Leno is much better than Turner. Yes, everyone knows that. Even even Turner knows that, and Leno. But that's why Leno is going. You can't have that a good second goalkeeper uh, yeah. being on the bench. If, I mean, if we, if you, if football is a game of two goalkeepers on the pitch, then yeah, I keep Leno. But unfortunately, it's one goalkeeper who, and they goalkeepers kind of rarely get injured as well. They're, you know, not not, not really running, not really. They're very rarely injured unless they get uh, you know, fouled by someone else. Money, um, money. <coughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so good you know, thing. Ramsdale was gonna, yeah, Ramsdale was gonna play most of the games. Yeah. Um, and that's the way it's supposed to be, right? The, and that's the, yeah, the, yeah. kind of want that. Um, and then on, if Ramsdale does pick up an injury, hopefully then Matt Turner's had enough uh, game time and experience that he can come in and do well. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so where do we land? I give him Cannon, you give him... For now, he gets a Spurs. All right, all right. Um, 50-50 then. For now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For I'm, now. I'm thinking about his entire Arsenal career. Oh, that's a good thing. Now. So when we're sitting yeah, here I'm, in I'm, ten years' time talking about Matt Turner, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna get oh you're gonna give him a golden cannon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because statistically, he never ever uh, considered a goal. That's why he never played. <laughs> because he never played. Greatest that's all. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, so that was Cannon and Spurs. Um, we're talking for a while now, but I think we had to move on because we had a bunch of uh, questions uh, for us. So, Remy, are you ready to answer some questions? I'm ready. Let's hear it. Great. Uh, first question is from uh, Twitter at Westerberg Leon. Uh, sum up all Arteta's uh, games with one word. Uh. <laughs> that's a that's a good question. I no, think. no, no. That's not the word though. One word. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, project. Ooh, nice one. I was about to say roller coaster, but project is way better, way better. Um, <laughs> next question. I think Leon has no Leon has two questions. Uh, we, we get another one from Leon uh, as well. Which are the um, good most? Oh God, he's wrote this in Swedish, and I tried to translate it quick in my brain now to English. Uh, no, I, I, tr- I try. Yeah, 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 I try again. Which one is the greatest uh, Arsenal uh, logo? Do you understand the question? Yeah. 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 Which one is the greatest? Uh, I would go with the one that we had in the like, late 90s. Mm. The crescent that was kind of... Crest, like Arsenal, sorry. Arsenal, yeah. Arsenal Crest is the right translation. Sorry, crest, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, not the one that is just like a cannon and nothing else, but the one that had like flowers and stuff around it. I can't remember. Top of my brain that's what it looked like um that was the best one for me i agree i agree it's uh, my yeah. favorite as well uh oh sorry did you did you say the the um, not the one uh did you say the one with the you know the um, branches around i can't remember what it looked it was like a shield and it had like arsenal in text below it and stars around it or something it's like the old yeah, ni- JVC yeah, 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 90s. 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I know what yeah, you mean. That yeah. One, yeah, and that's the yeah. favorite for that me one, as well. That's my favorite one. Yeah, yeah. 
It's the one with, you know, Victoria Concordia Crescit. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, right. the new one is just, it's very plain. It's... I don't I, I don't like the new one. Yeah, I guess it's modern, as they call yeah, it. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm a grumpy old man, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, next question. It's from, um, there you go. It's from Micke Eriksson uh, HE on Twitter, who said, Who is gonna um, uh, rotate with Saka? He can't play 90 minutes every game. Good question. And yeah. I'm hoping we sign a new player to answer that question. Um, if we don't sign a new player, uh, uh, I think... I mean, who was it last season? Uh, it was... He played all the time anyway. So. Yeah. I think it was <laughs> supposed to be Pepe, but uh, that never really worked, didn't it? I mean, why can't we play all the games? Salah does. That's true, though. Um, That's true, though. But uh, do so you want him to play every game? Best Not every single game, but most Premier League games, you kind of want to be starting him. Yeah. Um, but, I think we have to kind of get away from the idea of worrying about injuries all the time. Just but you how, want your best players to play. That's true. But how about Fabio Vieira? He can play on the on the right, I think. I, I, yeah, I've, I mean, it's annoying that we haven't seen anything called Vieira because I don't really, apart from like YouTube compilations, but. YouTube can make anybody look look good. I feel like even um, me, even me, <laughs> even me. <laughs> yeah, even yep. me and you. Um, you could take over for him, but I don't. I'm not sure he would give you what Saka gives you. Um, but to I'm be fair, sure no one gives you what Saka gives you, but uh, because he's so yeah. good. But uh, just someone to rotate with, you know. Maybe maybe Smith Rowe is a rotation option this year. Maybe Martinelli maybe. seems to have that place locked down, mm-hmm. or I think maybe we'll try and sign a wide forward. Speaking of, oh, it, we have that. Yeah, uh, speaking of that, yeah, speaking of signing a new player, that we have a question from Anders Bernspong at a Bernspong uh, on Twitter. I heard Jared Bowen uh, is coming to Arsenal. Uh, your thoughts about that? There's some rumors again about Bowen. Yeah. I heard that rumor, but I think it's too early. I think he just, you know, just did what he did at West Ham last year, um, and he would cost a fortune. A fortune. I, I, I don't. I don't think West Ham are going to sell him. I don't think he's. I don't think he wants to go just yet. And I think if West Ham are going to sell him, it's going to cost a lot of money. Yeah. And I'm not sure it's the kind of money Arsenal want to put down for for Bowen at the moment. But I could be wrong. But I just. I personally don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it happen. Uh, don't get me wrong. Bowen is a fantastic player. He's really, really, mm. really good. But like you said, I don't see it happen. Yeah. And he's English as well, so that means that a bit of a premium on the price. True, true, true. So he's gonna yeah. do- cost two fortunes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. uh, and it's not Brazilian, so it's not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait. Yeah. I just answered your question. I just forgot about the play we signed. Uh, Marquinhos. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rotation. There you go. Yeah. Rotation yeah. with uh, Saka, Marquinhos. Perfect. Saka. Yeah. 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 Of course. Uh, next question is from uh, <laughs> Sebastian, the Podfather, a Hawkeyes. Uh, <laughs> and he actually has a couple of questions. He always does this. He s- sends in a dozen of questions. And uh, Sebe, thank you very much for that. Uh, he's at a Hawkeyes on Twitter. Give him a good follow. Uh, rank. This year's shirts uh, and compare with earlier Adidas kits. Uh, the home kit is, excuse my language, but fucking awful. I hate you it. You think? You think? Um, this year's home so kit. So ugly. 
They see his home kit. It's just so bad. Okay. So bad. I hate the collars and the lightning thing on the collars. All right. But the two away kits, on the other hand, are amazing. The black one is... Even the pink one. The pink one is so good. All right. So good. I can't wait. I'm going to order both of them for my son and for me. Um, And we can be in Arsenal pub together and match. Um, yeah, I love I love those two. Uh, compared to the other ones, I think these are the two best away kits that Adidas have ever done. Mm. I'm pretty 100% sure that they've done better home kits than this, than this year's. I really don't like this year's one. All right, I and disagree I probably, with you. I probably, uh, yeah, I think probably this... voiced that on the a lot. I think this home kit is the best uh, home kit Adidas ever done. Basically, really? yeah, I love it. I think it's what's not to like. It's red and white with the color. <laughs> what's not to like? And I agree, you know, with the you're, light. You're easily with... pleased, Philip. Yeah, yeah, pleased. I'm easily pleased. I, I'm like I said, I'm a grumpy old man. Don't give me new shit. <laughs> it's just red and white and color. Go, it's ten out of ten every time. Now it's not a ten out of ten, but I give it eight out of ten. I think it's uh, the uh, the best one Adidas home kit Adidas have released so far. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking about away kit, I like the black away kit, not the mm. not the pink one so much. Uh, but the best away kit uh, Adidas has released, I think, is the f- was their first. You know, the Bruce Banana ish oh, replica, yeah, the yellow one. Yeah, exactly, I have exactly. that one. Yeah. yeah, I have it as well uh, with Ivobi on the back. Why would you have him on the back? <laughs> but, but, <laughs> the, f- <laughs> uh, the thing is, I. I, I, I <laughs> I really rated Ivobi uh, at the time. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I think you know it was you know during the Emery years when everything was shit, and I think yeah. uh, he don't get me wrong. He, he was not, he was not you know he was not Alexis Sanchez. He was not Robert Perez, but he was something. Every time he had a ball, he he was you know going forward. Except uh, um, compared to the other ones, you know the ho- horseshoe of sadness. Is that the right word? <laughs> horseshoe of sadness. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and <laughs> but Ivobi took the ball, run f- forward to it, and in um, I think that was something good in a bad time. You know what I mean? So um, I bought the away yeah, it's kit. like a shining light. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Some silver lining. Uh, I don't know. Um, but the thing is, I bought that away kit, the first Adidas yellow one. Uh, three days later, he gets sold to Everton. <laughs> But I really love that shirt, <laughs> though. <laughs> you could have sent the shirt back and got a player that was still there. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> but the thing is, uh, I read I read ab- up on it, and they said, if you use the shirt, you can't send it back. And uh, I o- obviously, I used it a couple of times already. <laughs> in, three, in three days' time. I used it two <laughs> times, maybe. But even though they've sold the player, and you've just bought the shirt. No, I bought the shirt, used it. Three days later, he gets sold. Yeah, that that feels wrong to me. It, it feels like they should make an exception. I mean, only three days. Yeah, and I know, you, I know. But they, clearly, they knew three days before that that they were going to sell him. True, true, <laughs> true. Maybe I can send it back in now, a couple of years later. Uh, it's like I used it a couple of times, but he he did get sold. Um, I think not. I think not. Forward that email to Everton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, <laughs> Which is the best third kit, then? Do you consider the pink one the best Adidas ever released? Um, trying to think. What was our third kit last year? Was it the Lightning 
Yes, yes. No, no, no. The lightning, the blue lightning. The, bru- the oh. blue lightning. I think that was. I think that's the best third away kit so far. I think it's the best third away kit in the club's history. I really, really, really love that shirt. Yeah, I, I was meant to get it, but I never got around to it. Um, it is really nice and yeah, it's, a, it's a great throwback as well exactly exactly yeah i love that shot i love that shot yeah uh, all right next question it's from uh, facebook and arsenal Gothenburg's own fredrik barner who asks uh should balagon all oh, right we already answered this because he asked this uh, before balagon went out on loan but the question is should balagon go out on loan or should it be back uh, stay as backup we only have two other strikers Uh, I'd answer the second part. No, he shouldn't stay as backup because he needs to develop, and he's not going to do that sitting on the bench. So, mm. yeah, loan. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, next question, also from Sebastian, the Podfather, a Hawkes. Uh, <laughs> how important is it to win the first game of the season now on Friday? Um, if you look at the season as a whole, probably not. But if you look at starting a season, starting a season. Um, super important because you want to get off to a good start. It sets the tone for the next two games, I would say. Yeah. Um, shows like how your preseason has gone, um, and it uh, gives the fans something to talk about. Because I think there's an international break soon as well. I think. But um, correct me if I'm wrong. But should... is is there international breaks now because of you know the World Cup plays uh, take take place in I, I hope not because so I don't think there is any international break I really hope not yeah I don't think so let's hope so yeah I hope not um yeah hopefully there isn't um but if there is at least we don't have to sit there for two weeks um you know with a defeat um and to be honest Crystal Palace as much as they've been a bogey team for us in recent years they are a team that we should be beating now and yeah. if we have any hopes of making the top four we need to start being these teams which should be beating i just not not drawing to them uh, i just looked it up now on arsenal's uh, schedule and it looks like there isn't any international breaks uh, until the world cup oh thank god good yeah. pure premier league football then uh, so there you go um next question how many goals does jesus uh, makes this year Ooh. And I guess I guess I mean I this season, not this calendar year, you know what I'm saying? But this, this season. Yeah. yeah. 100... I'm gonna say like I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say between twenty and twenty five. I think that... that's a good start for him. Um That's a really good I think start. The amount, yeah, the amount of chances we create and if you're a center forward at Arsenal, I think you should be scoring that kind of that amount of goals anyway. Um, yeah. yeah it, it, Yeah, that that should be his goal, and I think he'll get around there. Yeah. Uh, yes, like I said, we are talking to you now. You should <laughs> score at least 20 goals a season. Did uh, he never score 20 goals in a no, season? No, 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 no. Yeah, I think I've actually. I d- think he never scored more than 15 in the league. He scored maybe scored more oh, than 15 yeah. all comps uh, the season 18-19. That that was his best season. But in Premier League, I think he never scored more than 15. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, that, that's pretty bad as a 50 million pound striker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like last season, yeah. he scored four goals. Two out of yeah. two was penalties. Yeah, uh, I feel like last season was a bit of a like a anomaly season. I don't know why, but yeah, four goals for a striker is 
really bad. Really bad. Really, really bad. Yeah. Uh, next question, also from uh, Sebastian Ahokas. Uh, what are the um, what are the parts in the Amazon documentary you're looking forward to uh, the most? It's out this week, isn't it? It's Thursday, I think it comes For, out. Yeah, um, first day. Yeah. I really, part of me really wishes it wasn't coming out because I feel like it spoils the feeling we have going into the season. Like I'm really looking forward to it. I don't really need to see us fighting and arguing for the bad times. But I guess the part I'm looking forward to, um, I'm trying to remember good things about last season. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to the Bamiang thing. Yeah. Ah, yeah, that could be interesting, yeah. Yeah, just to see how it really played out and what the actual, what he actually did mm-hmm. to get stripped of the cap- captaincy and then sold is going to be really interesting. Yeah. Um, personally, because I agree about Ted, so I don't think, think he was worth keeping anyway. But a lot of people sort of bang on about it still that we should have kept him, but uh, a bad egg can just ruin everything, so... Yeah, all really it takes is one. All it takes is one rotten apple to rotten the rest of the apples, as you say yeah, in Swedish. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, we've seen that in the past with you know certain players that have been there. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's the part I'm looking forward to. But it, it it feels like it's coming out at the wrong time because there's such a buzz around getting into the new season for us, and we feel like it's gonna put a bit of a downer on it. But I hope not. It could be could be really good. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It's a bad timing, but I think I'm gonna save it for you know a rainy day. I don't think I'm gonna watch it uh, Thursday to you know spoil the buzz, uh, as you say. You sure? Can yeah. you resist? No, I can't. <laughs> I know that. I know that already. I can't resist. But I'll, at least I'm gonna try to you know save yeah. it up for the rainy day and uh, you know binge watch it yeah. uh, or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we speak, spoke for a while now, but one last question, also from Sebastian, the Podfather, Ahokas. Uh, all right, you get to take over Edu's phone last week uh, during the transfer window. Who you gonna call? Oh, um, oh, I don't know like the names of chairmen, but I, I, I can tell you some players. <laughs> um, I'd probably call the agent of Cody Gakpo. Mm. And the agent of Tillman's just to get that deal done. It's been going on all summer. Do you think um, it's gonna get done? I don't think. I was talking to the guys in the Arsenal pub on Saturday, and yeah. I don't see a place for him in the squad. I don't really know where he plays, like to fit in. Um, it could play ahead of Jacker, but would you drop Jacker for Tillman's? I don't know. Um, I think he'd be good uh, strength in depth to have. Mm-hmm. But those, those are the two players I would call definitely because Gakpo is a great young talent and he's already captain at PSV I think he is uh-huh. and uh, Tillman's is a very good player as well so all right all right but I think the most of us I would call I don't know I don't think we need much more if I'm honest I think we're pretty almost set for the season yeah Arteta spoke about about one uh, new signing uh, but I of course it's easier it's easy to speak about it and another thing to you know go through it you know what i mean yeah but uh yeah. we'll see we'll see it's still one month left uh till deadline else so uh, a lot of things could happen or nothing happens yeah yeah we spent a lot of money already so yeah we'll see, yeah. We'll no, see. it's not, not not like we've had a bad window but no it's really good window really really yeah really good window uh, if i was a do 
Um, I'm gonna call myself Philip Tolf and offer me <laughs> a offer me a season ticket. <laughs> Uh, in, in the uh, in the, what do you call it? What's the part you sit in the stadium with all the executives, executive box? No, 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 no. I want to be with the working class, you know. Ah, okay. Uh, that's you way wanna, too. You want to slum it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> way too posh for me. I want to be with the working classes. Uh, get a lifelong season ticket there, you know, with a yeah, and just scream my lungs out. Um, that's for me. Uh, I want to eat sushi at half time, so I'm going <laughs> to be in the box. <laughs> no, no, no. I, we can wave to each other. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I'm drinking my shitty pint and my uh, you know <laughs> shitty burger, and you're eating f- fine sushi. Um, yeah. I mean, at that price, it shouldn't be a shitty burger. <laughs> ah, that's amazing, tr- that's so. true though. That's true though. Yeah. Uh, Remy, we've yeah. been going on for quite a while now, so I think we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, something last, some last words you want to say before we say goodbye? Uh, yeah. Thank you for having me. I've had a great time. Um, thank you for making me feel so welcome at the Arsenal Gothenburg pub and I'm looking forward to seeing you many many times during the season to hopefully uh, celebrate lots of Arsenal wins and not losses um, yeah thank you for having me it's been amazing thank you so much anytime man I'm looking forward to see you as well it's four days now four days Tuesday Wednesday I'm first day quicker. and I'm there you go oh, can't wait can't wait <laughs> Um, Ramir, thank you very much to uh, that you could uh, join us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And the biggest thank you, as always, to all the you are listening to this that put out to my mm, semi good English. Uh, but now I'm at least uh, warmed up uh, till the season. So we we'll see how it goes. Remy, once again, thank you very much. Thank you. And uh, ooh, to be a gooner.